everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Design Podcast. And um, today I have Maria Delmar, who is a friend of mine. And I've re- met her about two or three years ago. Um, and we were connected by our ex-professor, uh, Dory Tunstall. So just to give you a little bit of background on Maria, Maria actually uh, graduated um, from Columbia uh, in industrial design and uh, within a specialization for, for product development. Uh, and she's been, wow, all over the world. You know, she's, she, had, she came from Colombia. She's been, you know, she worked in the States, in, in UK, went to Australia, went to China. Um, now she's in Singapore um, and she will be, um, you know, uh, going to Europe as well. So she's, uh, um, you, know, uh, you know, very international. Yeah, and uh, I think she's, uh, you know, I, we, I thought it would be quite cool to have her share and we can have a quick discussion discussion you know for this podcast i think which will be useful for 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 people who are thinking about uh, how design actually uh is impacted by culture right because culture is something that we we are you know constantly engaging with and we're constantly trying to figure out how we want to identify and you know be able to define what culture is for for a person and i think you know having to be able to speak to maria with her with her experience you know tr- around the world i think that's something to 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 you know to really be uh, excited about so i'm very excited about for today's podcast so let's welcome uh, maria hi maria yay hi yay <laughs> hello nicholas yes thank you for inviting me this is really nice. I mean, I never uh, did this, <laughs> so um, but it's really nice to share my my personal experience and my my perspective as a designer traveling around as a family. But how that how I still having the view of um, and like design process in my mind and how I see everything that I that I experience when I go around. So I guess what we could start off with is uh, maybe Maria, why don't you share with us a little bit um, on your career? I mean, you, you, you've, you've traveled, you know, really around the world. You've, you've, um, you've been working in the fashion industry for many years. Uh, maybe you can just give, um, you know, our listeners just a little bit of a taste of you know, what Maria has been doing, um, you know, uh, throughout her, her, her design career. Yeah. Yeah, so I study in, in actually, I, I want to start because we were talking a little bit about culture uh, that even that I forgot to mention you before, but in, I'm from Colombia, South America, and actually in, within Colombia, I'm a little bit of a mix because my father is from the north of Colombia, which is a different culture, different backgrounds, and and my mom is from the south uh, of Colombia, which was the capital of the colonial um, nation, right? So, uh, so even in Colombia, it was a little bit of a mix. And then we live in a city that is the textile and the fashion city in Colombia and actually very important city in South America. Um, and then we live there. I, I study in, in, the, in the university. It's called Univer- Universidad Pontificia Bolivariana. It's UPV. 
And then um, I studied industrial design, but then we I took some some subjects of of product development. I, that's the way I see it. It's, it was more about a management of product and to consider in fashion and the product that I mean clothes as a as a fashion as a sorry as a industrial design as a as an object, right? So I studied that, and of course because it was a, a textile city. I immediately, once I, I finished, I started working in, in the design teams. As, of course, I started as an assistant, and then I, I, yeah, I started moving around to different companies. Uh, but basically, it was more creating collections for the Colombian market more inspired of course on the trends especially we are in colombia are very americanized so yeah so taking all the trends and visiting europe and and the states for different fairs to check the market and almost a little bit of a copy paste <laughs> but adapting the product to to our bodies because you know colombians were more curvy and the colors, of course, are more, we like bright colors. We don't have seasons. So for us, we live in the tropic and then we need to be, you know, changing all the time. There is no seasons for us to, to change our mood. We have to change it ourselves. So trends are quite important. And then uh, after that, like many years working in, on, on that industry, I went to China to work for a Colombian retail person, a company, and I started started working more on the production side, like looking for suppliers, uh, visiting all the factories. Uh, yeah, it was a completely different experience for me. But of course, the Colombian company wanted to have a, a person that wanted to have the experience, uh, but th that had the taste and knew the market of Colombia. So for me, it was easy to find a supplier because I knew, oh, this will work really good in Colombia and things like that. So I lived in China for four years and it was a great, great experience. I live in Shanghai. So I was, I, I, I think I, I immersed a little bit in the culture because I had to go to different places that even now I don't even remember how I arrived there, like by by boat, by train. Uh, I I experienced a little bit in China how the change of the train system. Like I remember we had a train from Shanghai to Hangzhou that it was three hours. And it was, I remember, I still have the picture one day, I will show it to you. It was a pink, beautiful pink train with the curtains, like it was really like from a movie. And then, of course, before we left, it was only half an hour train, the super modern train. Anyway, so it was a, an amazing time because we went to do, I went to different places, the small villages, how they were also changing from being more like a like a production in house to becoming uh, a big a big company and that was a, a very nice nice experience it was a big adventure for me uh, with the food the culture 
uh, how the, the, even the language, how to understand. I didn't speak Chinese, of course. I still don't speak Chinese. I understand a lot. And for me also talking about cultural design, I think um, being creative makes uh, makes it a little bit easier because maybe it's not that you are open mind to everything because some things really are like oh my god this is not my culture but I think being creative uh, I always say you start seeing beauty in everything uh, so I of course I start taking a lot of pictures of textures of colors and it was it was really a nice experience for me it was sometimes difficult from, from my culture point of view, but it was a really nice experience. Then after being in China, actually, I met uh, my husband that is Dutch. And then again, is is a little bit of a culture mix and how to understand from a personal perspective, like, and how we have so many similarities and how we have so many things that are completely opposite, uh, like emotions. Colombians or South Americans, we know Latinos are more happy, more extrovert, more extrovert and more emotional, while uh, Northern Europeans are maybe more rational and more practical. But yeah, here we go. We still, we still marry <laughs> today. Then from there, we went to Australia. We live in Sydney for another four years. And, and I work in two companies. Uh, one is Bendon, that is an um, underwear company. I don't know if I can mention names. <laughs> Miss K, yeah, we will, we'll, okay. we'll, yeah, we will, we will not, just to make sure we don't get into any okay. trouble. Yeah, two you work for two companies, yes, in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in the other company, I was uh, working for being the fabric coordinator. So I was developing all the fabrics for menswear and womenswear, being part of the design team. Um, and again, for me, it was being in a country, first of all, having seasons, again, more mild than, than in China. But it was very nice. And of course, it was being in I mean, of course, it's, it's not Asia, but it being on this side of the mm. world, being in East, but having that um, Western culture. And it's, 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 for me, Australia was really like, wow, this is incredible. How they are here in the middle, of course, all the history of colonization and everything, but for me, it was really interesting. And, and then I decided to to explore a little bit because I it, at the beginning actually it was a little bit difficult for me to get a to get a job, and then because I, it was difficult, I decided okay I'm going to to look to study for something you know to study, and I found this program in in Swinburne University online, uh, the design anthropology, mm. and that's how we made thanks to Dory Tunstall, yeah. which is is amazing teacher. I think you were actually at that time also my teacher and, and in the online classes. Yes, yes. So you were the assistant of, of the TA, so. the TA, yes. I was, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, for me, it was also like a big opening of, of my mind mm. studying that because I was like, oh, this is 
this is what why I study design. Mm. Actually, before I studied design, I wanted to be an anthropologist. Oh, okay. I didn't then know I that. Design, I studied design because it was kind of like, oh, I found in the career and the, and the project they had in the, in the, all the subjects they have, that it was, I don't know, I feel attracted. I feel like this is what I want. And I always see design more for the people and how people use uh, things and uh, solving problems and generating ideas for me has been always a uh, part of, of the creativity. And I really like that. And uh, yeah, culture always attract me, right? Um, okay, and then from Australia, we went back to Colombia. After eight years being out of Colombia, I came back. And for me, it was a rediscovering my own country. Like in eight years, of course, completely changed. Um, it develops more places that were dangerous, were not dangerous anymore, and it become like a tourist attraction. Um, I was not that Latina anymore. I recognize as well how I get uh, all these cultures mm -hmm. attached to me in a way, mm -hmm. like being, of course, with a Dutch guy, living in here and there. Of course, it creates like, a, I always say, like a quilt. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm a quilt. You're adding the <laughs> I'm pieces. a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah you're, adding a, you're adding different pieces to the quilt and your quilt is constantly growing, right? That's of the, yeah. the saying. Yeah, actually, I mean, I mean, the 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 description that you've, I mean, the the story that you've just told is a long story. I mean, it's it's uh, it's there's so many points and so many things that we we can really unpack from that. But I think just going back to the last point that you spoke about, yeah. um, which I think is it's it's something quite interesting. Maybe um, we can discuss about that a bit. Which is I think which which is about culture, right? And how we yeah. ourselves identify because you are somebody who who was born in Colombia, um, grew up there, and then you left Colombia for about you know eight years and then going back again and then you talk about you know it's almost um, you know you, you feel like a different person you know and your identity yeah. is sort of different as well do you think um, do you think that that you know through traveling um, and not just traveling for leisure but traveling for you know migration in a sense to move to somewhere for a long period of time do you feel that how do you feel that really opens up your eyes to um, to the world that you were living in in the past and you know even to the new worlds that you are you are engaging with you know do you think that that, that plays a, a big part in in, in in who you define yourself um, uh, as today culturally I guess totally mm. totally like also I look back when I left Colombia when I started having my first house in Colombia like living alone I remember I like Asian things, but it's, mm -hmm. of course, an idealization of what Asian is, right? Like, it's more like China or the chopsticks or things like that. And I look back and I was in love with that. And then being now, uh, I mean, in all these different places and recognizing myself as well, like part of it and that, that we are all one, uh, I mean, we, we, of course, our cultures are different, but there is always a lot of similarity. And I, I see it in the food. I see it in the way we dress up. I even have sometimes a, a, a very strange experience when I arrived in China that for me was all new, that I start seeing 
people that was like, oh, this is very similar to my mom, but in the Chinese version, mm. you know, that we all have this, like, you know, it's like if we have these doubles <laughs> around yeah. and then, but, but obviously, yes, I, um, um, I don't know who I am anymore, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I am a little bit, because if I go to Colombia, mm. I'm not that Colombian. I don't mm. have long hair. I'm not that Latina anymore. Mm. Uh, then I love all the uh, the shapes of East, like of more of the East, like boxy, talking about clothes mm. and the colors more neutrals and all that minimalist kind of uh, aesthetic. And then back in Colombia, of course, that 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 is not. Mm the thing so for me i i consider that i'm a mix yeah and and sometimes it's difficult depends on where you are that defines you not only for your culture but also your race mm. we were talking of course yeah. about if i'm if i'm and i'm pretty sure now that i'm going to move to holland uh, maybe here i look really white mm. but i'm pretty sure in holland I'm going to look really exotic. Yeah. Like you're not, you're going to be more brown, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it, I will, I know every time I move around, I become another me mm. because, yeah, it is, it, it shifts a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I think the interesting thing that, 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 you know, you, you, before we, we, we were recording the podcast, I think we, 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 dis we discussed a little bit about, I think, um, uh, the, the 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 racial aspects of it, right? I mean, you have your nationality. Mm -hmm. You'll be born in in, in Colombia. I was born in Singapore, um, but it's purely on yeah. the I think the 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 the, the racial aspect, uh, You know, um, okay. um, you know, interesting to to hear you tell tell me that you know when you did the 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 test that you actually um, found that you have um, some you know indigenous blood, uh, some mm -hmm. uh, some uh, African blood as well. You know, based on based on your heritage as well, and 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 and. And it's also very interesting now that we we're always seeing a lot of people who are mixed, and it really is a spectrum, right? It's it's a spectrum yeah. in terms of um, uh, no all these different types of people that are out there, right? Even if you talk about you know East Asian, you know, um, I think the American or sometimes the Australian perspective, right, is oh you're all from China, right? But but <laughs> I think when when I went over to to Australia, I think the number one challenge that I had always was to just remind people that I was not from China. Not that I had anything against the Chinese, but it, I think it was just that the fact that I wanted to 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 feel like identify yeah identify myself you, who you are. yeah exactly as a Singaporean right yeah. like like. I was born and raised as a Singaporean. Um, I look like, you know, my, my, my Chinese uh, cousins, you know, who were yeah. from China. Uh, sometimes yeah. I may even look like a Japanese person or a yeah. Korean person um, to, the, to, the, to the person who ha has no, not a lot of um, uh, uh, exposure to that, right? But, but I think that spectrum yeah. is, a, is a very interesting thing. And I think nowadays, even in today's context, you know, especially with, with what's happening in the States, um, you know, what's happening around the world where everybody's protesting about, you know, um, uh, the, the, the racial violence, uh, the, the violence in, 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 uh, in the States. I think uh, this question of, you know, are you, br are you brown? Are you black? Are you yellow? 
uh, are mm. you white? To what degree, right? Uh, and I think the Mexican um, recently the the uh, Mexico did an ad, you know, about traveling to the states, and they had yeah. this very interesting campaign, right? Which which they they went to interview a lot of the 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 the, the Southern Americans, and yeah. they were to say, oh, um, how much percent uh, the percentage of your of your uh, of your DNA yes. blood, right? Um, how much uh, um, Latino or, or Mexican uh, yeah. blood you have will give you a percentage? Uh, will <laughs> give you the amount for your free trip to 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 Mexico and 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 yeah, yeah. it's like you know, a lot of these people that were interviewed, they had they they look you know very very Caucasian, very yes. white, right? But but they had yeah. you know some of them had like thirty percent or forty percent of you know Mexican blood yeah. in them, which was I think I mean it's it's I think it. it it's it's very for 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 us to talk about race nowadays i think you know as this culture is you know constantly expanding and 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 the world is constantly you know mixing around you know i mean yeah, you're yeah. such a great example right you you're 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 coming from from you know some, uh, from Colombia, um, you 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 went to China and then you met your husband who's Dutch, and you know you have a you have a kid who's who's mixed right in that yeah. sense, um, and you know whether we trace your 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 your, your child's DNA back, you know, it it, it <laughs> will I'm I'm sure you will have such a, a mix of things right. You have European, yeah. a bit of African, indigenous, um, uh, South American blood as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, and 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 I think that. That's that's I think that's something that we 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 need to 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 consider. And I think I think nowadays also when we apply that culture back to design, right? It's mm. um you know I think identifying that things are not so clean cut, right? We can't just design things for everybody. I think the example that you have mm-hmm. for the clothing line, right? What's uh, what's beautiful yeah, that's perceived in let's say France or the Europe's right, uh, in, yeah. in Europe um, it needs to be you know even if it's brought into you know um, Colombia it had to be catered to that local culture and I would imagine the local culture that we're talking about is not just local culture to Colombia right you had you were talking about how Colombia has the northern section the southern so, section and then maybe Chile. the central and 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 mm-hmm. what each I guess, Area perceives as beautiful, or um, uh, um, you know, in terms of aesthetics purpose, I think also there's a. I'm sure there's a variety of that, right? Um, yeah, totally. yeah, I remember work working in fashion. Of course, uh, the color becomes really important, mm. and since we don't have seasons, it becomes more like a commercial season, right? Like. Of course, Christmas is a very important time of the year. But then colors are, are important. And we have a lot of green. And I think it's something that more or less like same here as mm. in Singapore. And I think you guys don't wear too much green. We, we, will, blend, we, we will blend in with, will, our, exactly. with our trees on the so, streets. <laughs> <laughs> in Colombia, yeah. uh, a part that is very green, the police mm. uniform is green. Okay. So very, when we try to sell green, it's really a bad color. Mm. I mean, just an example how even the colors are, even if it was an international trend and the green is amazing, of course, that changed a little bit more because people are like, oh, I don't care that anymore. But but I don't want to look like a police, not because it's something against, but it's, of course, you, you, you it's, it's color, of course, becomes also like a hierarchy and and... Yeah, it's 
it's so funny how all these little changes in every country for color or for patterns and even yeah like the like I, like i was saying of course uh, boxy boxy silhouettes are more accepted here because asians are more skinny mm -hmm. while uh, when you are corby and you want to show of course everything is more tight in colombia everything is more tied to your body mm -hmm. Yeah, so you so, you brought up a few points, or you, you I think you brought up a few points about the the boxiness. So maybe what what would you say, um, you know, uh, to to us Asians, what recommendations would you have for us from a fashion perspective, um, you know, uh, from your expertise as a, a person who's been working, uh, in fashion for for all these years? Like, what what do you think, uh, us locals in Singapore or Asians, uh, need to think about when we're we're looking at fashion. Oh my God, that's a difficult question. Difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> because because I really feel I I love Asian Asian fashion. I mean, I love I love the silhouettes. I love the. I mean, I'm I'm talking about textiles and as well and all the culture that you have, all the background, like wow, all the weaving patterns that Asian have is amazing. Like a kimono is the most beautiful uh, silhouette that you could have. So for me, it's really, uh, I, I, I love it the way it is. I don't, I don't think, for me, it's more maybe like a mix. Mm. I will transform it maybe like a mix for myself. Mm. Uh, but but I, I love the way Asian fashion is I, I i won't change it that's good that's good <laughs> i mean for some people is of course like oh it's they don't have big accessories when in colombia is all big accessories mm. um or the colors here maybe are more neutral while in other places are more colorful or more bling bling Um it's completely different but but like the sizes here are different and for, of course for me even find something that fits me is difficult yeah, it's difficult because then, yeah, my body is more curvy, and then I'm a big size here. Well, maybe now in Europe I'm going to be oh, I'm a small, I'm petite, I need to. Buy. So it's it's funny how that everything changes depends on on, the, are, on right? the position you are yeah, yeah, and yeah. the culture you have and everything. So mm. it's impossible. That's why I believe that more. And more that that is small brands that are focused on a niche are taking more more importance mm -hmm. because then if you identify like again if if I identify myself with that culture with that proposal, I will fall in love with that. Mm, right? Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, I mean the the so I mean just going back on the the fashion thing. I mean I think the point that that I I thought to get your your take on is I think um, fashion has been um, has fashion has been I think over the years there has always been the, this question of appropriation, right? Like uh like yeah. in the, in the states the the indigenous um. The indigenous, the 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 the, in the Indians, right? They have their patterns, their specific patterns, and I think there were a few brands in uh, Singapore, uh, not in Singapore, in the states that were 
appropriating those cultures, right? And I think yeah. wondering from your, I guess, from your perspective, you know, as a person who's traveled around the world, right? Do you ever fear, I mean, if you ever do, I mean, when you do the, your designs in the past, when it's, you know, coming from one culture to another, um, did this idea of appropriation, um, was it something that you were worried about, you know, or did you feel that, no, actually, I, res- you know, there's a, there is a respect for the culture that I'm, learning from and there's a respect from the mm. culture that I am uh I am I am not not taking but you know I'm 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 inspired by um mm-hmm. you know and changing it to fit that appropriate context you know and you know whether you felt that because I think appropriation is something that's that's being discussed a lot especially you know like you know yeah. um like like uh the the black american culture you know the people are saying that, mm-hmm. oh you cannot do your hair you know doing your hair in a in a particular way maybe you know culturally uh, you know, appropriating my culture, uh, or yeah. there was a case I think in um in the states uh, a few years back where this lady um did a Japanese birthday party for her her daughter and and I think I think and and this 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 cultural appropriation also came up right um mm-hmm. and also I think in Australia where while we were in Australia um there was a big thing about you know how indigenous Australian art was being appropriated for 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 mass Tourist. market sales Souvenir. and yeah, exactly yes. for tourism and so so I mean mm. as a as a person who's traveled around the world quite a bit um and mm. you know dealing with design did you ever feel like you know you you this appropriation thing was something that you had you were worried about or you felt that no actually what i've done is 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 fair and the things that i did um are respectful of the different cultures mm. that i've been interacting with do you do you sort of feel that way yeah like actually i have to confess that before i study design anthropology for me it was like okay this is the business you know like I work for this, for me it was the norm, somebody's teaching me this, and I was maybe very naive, and I was young, and I didn't understand, I didn't have the word, for me it was like more, I was traveling, getting my job done, and come back, but after uh, being more aware um, of culture, and colonization concepts and also putting myself in oh i'm colonized or i'm colonizing when i'm doing design as well and thanks to dory i for me was like wow this is something that i never consider and it really opens my mind and after that even when i travel i really try to talk with the local people like if i'm going to buy something I try to buy one, but that is very special for me to to have as a treasure. No, like to, I mean, I'm for a good souvenir, but no, like the cheap souvenir just mm-hmm. because, oh, then I give it away. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because then I realize now more that, of course, somebody is not going to pay for that. <laughs> like the real person that is creating that and what it means we we sometimes buy things that we don't even know what it means mm. uh, like in colombia we have this amazing hat actually dory has one and the way we weave it has different meanings one is of course about nature and the animals or the water like in every culture you know we we recreate all that and if you don't even know that then of course is you're just buying another thing mm. and and 
and and you're you're missing the the story behind and and who made it and what that person represent for that community mm. and why they they like for example in Colombia that they have all these we, uh, weaving baskets and things like that why there is that material in that area you know there is always a lot of back, uh, background that when you travel is good to understand and now when i travel i try to to talk with the people why are you doing like that and also ask them the questions because i think of course uh, in that i understand in some countries that tourism is important of course the locals want to sell mm -hmm. but also i try to give back the the question and who teach you this and uh, where do you get this and where how do you grandma uh, learn to do this and also for them to appreciate that this is not just selling and buying of course i understand as well that you need to survive and this is a way of of doing it but also that they give the importance of what they are doing and and the story behind right yeah like in that last time I went to Bali, we went to see this this uh, ikat factory. Mm, okay. And it was it was beautiful to see it, but it's also like to, of course, it's a trade, but also how do you, I don't know, how do you approach the questions you ask? It's not just about oh I'm getting here buying all this amount of pieces, but also telling them what this means. What that, what is that color? What this represent? Can I wear these? You know, like trying to be more more aware of mm. that you are a different culture and that you need to ask that questions. Mm. I think it's also a little bit having respect mm. for that. I think studying this and anthropology really teach me that. You know, and and that was very nice. Yeah, I think you, you you spoke about two points. One from the designer perspective, right? If we're creating something, we need to um, know what is the story behind it. We yeah. need to be able to identify um, what are the authentic aspects to it, right? What what is real? What is not real? What yeah. is what is for the for from a tourism perspective? And I think from a consumer perspective also, it's like when we're buying things now. I think. Um, you know, things are so easy to buy, right? I mean, you go to AliExpress, you go to Amazon, you buy, you yeah. can buy. I mean, if I search on AliExpress, I'm sure I can find Colombian hat, right? But but the Colombian hat would be made in China. <laughs> it's not really from 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 Colombia. Um, and actually, it's it's I think those stories that are being tied to mm -hmm. these specific objects that I think are quite uh, quite quite important. Uh, and I think um, when we are designing or when we're buying things, I think we need to have uh, the acknowledgement of where these items come from, what are the um, what are the stories behind them, and and I think to avoid any form of um, cultural appropriation, I think that respect needs mm. to be. Um, that respect needs to be made uh, and that acknowledgement yeah. needs to be made as well and we need to be uh, listening to the stories I think one thing about consumeristic culture today I mean I have to admit that I'm, I'm, I'm part of it right I mean uh, yeah. you know uh, we're all, we're all we're, it's very, very hard to take away um, <laughs> it's I think you know even now you know we talk about even even not, not just national culture but I think um, there are different cultures like uh, 
um, they are, you know, like for some subcultures, like it's streetwear. Let's talk about, I mean, for example, streetwear, right? You know, we talk about baggy yeah. clothes, you know, we, if you think about the history behind that, you know, all the mm-hmm. ties with, you know, mm-hmm. hip hop, you know, with music, with street culture. Uh, and, yeah. you know, that, that, tra- that, that, if we trace back, you know, from, from the States, you know, it, it yeah. also goes back to the cultural heritage and uh, of, you know, the, the, the migrants or, or, or you know, the, mm-hmm. um, they have come from, from um from uh from from uh, from Africa and so on and so forth. I mean, mm-hmm. we trace all the way back. There's so much. Uh, you will wear it in a different exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's something to 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 really. I think um, uh, think you know, I think that's that's something definitely yeah. to to think about and consider. Yeah, I mean, um, then the other thing I guess also would be, I mean, now that you you know, now that you've been traveling a lot, you know, and you're going over to to. To to uh, to to Amsterdam, right? Um, you know, if uh, if someone would were to go to a new country, I mean, you've you've been to you know you've you've moved to new countries so many times, yeah. right? Um, I think from a from a from a cultural perspective, uh, um, apart from of of course your logistics, right? You need to worry about yeah. you know your furniture. You need to worry about yeah. you know and going sending your your children to a new school, applying yeah. for a new job, all these logistical stuff, right? But apart yeah. from the logical logistical stuff. Um, when you do when you do go to a new country and you're gonna move there, um, what do you feel are some of the things that you know a person would have to think about uh, and consider you know before mm-hmm. they, they they go over there? What what are some of the thought processes that you think? I think as a designer, um, you know you 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 would advise somebody you know if they were moving to a new country and whatever. I think what were the, some of the perspectives they they need to 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 to, to consider and think of and and look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I uh, have different rules as a person, as a family, but I think one of the most important is also play local. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always find your community because like, for example, here in Singapore, I have my Latino community mm-hmm. where we share food, we remember, we share that the, the traditions, celebrations, which is which are important because it's also... You identify yourself, but everywhere in the world is different. Like the community here in Singapore is actually amazing. I mean, I found really good people, but also playing local is important because otherwise you will, you won't be able to, to learn the language or get to know really how people use things and no, no manners in a way of doing something good or wrong, but just been more it's almost like doing an ethnography trip <laughs> and understanding what is what is acceptable and how what are your limits as well and i think that that is very important because because then that opens a lot of doors for you mm. and that is also a way to understand the culture and then it will be easier for you to adapt and knowing that it's no you that are wrong is that basically you're a guest and you're discovering mm-hmm. a new country and then just find uh, the for me it's almost an adventure and a surprise without judging mm-hmm. because the problem is uh, and i hear this for many people like oh but this is disgusting i don't want that it's it's okay you know just take it you don't need to get into that it's just 
you try a little bit, you don't like it, it's normal. Maybe some local like it or don't like it, or it's too spicy, but at least try a little bit and, and explore and without that, uh, without being judgmental, you know, like, mm. like just because it's, it's different. It's just trying to, the position where you're looking from, it would give you a different perception. And then you just need to play local play a little bit local and ask that questions and and then you will learn and then it will be easier. It's actually, I always found that when you ask that questions like, oh, um, what this means or why you eat it and how you eat it with, I mean, how do you eat this or when do you eat this and what do you celebrate and what is behind that? People actually realize that not always have the answer and then it's actually like a, a giving back a little bit of, of information too, like, oh, I'm pretty sure maybe the questions I did, some people immediately went like, oh, I don't know what this means. <laughs> Even I, uh, because I, of course, I'm more uh, tourist now in Colombia. Even now I have that, oh yeah, we always have these, mm. but I never knew the meaning. Mm. And I think that's, that's, that's important to know your culture and to know the culture where you're going. I think that's that's um, that's that's a very good point. I mean, um, mm. I mean, this think local thing and and be local. I think that you know it's um, uh, not many people do consider that. I mean, uh, I think even for me, you know, when I first went to to Australia, um, I think it uh, being local or trying to be local was something that was very helpful for me. Um, you know whether it was using a, the specific types of terminology um, yeah. or doing the activities right um, that was very popular because in Singapore you know I, I think for you as well a tropical country right you're not gonna you're not gonna sit in the grass right no no it's too hot right no, it's too hot it's, it's too hot exactly <laughs> but in Australia you know that was part and parcel right you will sit in the grass you'll find a patch of you know just under the, under the shade especially in front of the Melbourne Library um, you know, in front of the the, the train, Melbourne train station. You know, wow, tons of people just sitting out there on the grass, and you're thinking, um, okay, what you in what Singapore? You maybe it's also not allowed either, yeah, right? Yeah, state, you know. But yeah, then yeah. it's also like two things, like the heat, and no, is you don't even think about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and I think that this idea of thinking local um, is 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 a challenge, not easy, because it took me a while to. Mm-hmm. I think really, um, you know, blend in with the, the Australian culture mm-hmm. a little bit. I think, mm-hmm. you know, Singapore and Australia, very globalized countries, like, you know, but uh, yeah. but but there are qu- quite subtle differences, um, you know, even like, you know, getting used to the, the, the train system, um, yeah. you know, getting used to how people were talking, uh, ordering your food, <laughs> right? Um, what you're typically yeah. used to in terms of, you know, buying food or ordering food, um, you know, even ordering drinks and that's sense or speaking to people or talking to people um and yeah i think the point you made about you know um you know just ask questions you know i think that's that's you know um you're not sure you know don't be shy um you know i think be Mm -hmm. um, be curious about you know what is it that the 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 culture is showing you um Mm -hmm. and i think it's also quite interesting uh also when you especially when you talk about um you know how when we're so used to the things that we do sometimes if people ask us why do you do that then? Um, I've just been doing we it. We don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I've just, I've been, just been doing it. That's yeah, the way yeah, it is. Yeah. And, but we don't know why. Yeah, but I think that that also, I mean, I think that plays a part to this whole cultural identity, right? Because the cultural mm-hmm. identity that, that, that I think, you know, everyone has and 
and um, uh, identifies with is not just about you know your skin color, your nationality, um, but actually it's about the the way we behave, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. the way we speak. Um, I think you know linguistics, um, semiotics totally. play, plays Especially a big part. Especially here in Singapore, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, the way we, I think Singaporeans and Malaysians, you know, the way we behave yeah. is very, very different. Um, very different. Yeah, to, and I think the our behavior is a very unique selling point to us. Um, you know, it, it, it's we. I, I mean, if if somebody would ask me, how would you describe the Singapore culture, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it's it's not easy for me because I think there's no. there's there's, there's 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 quite a few um, dynamics to it, you know. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's easier for 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 to describe the Colombian culture, right? I mean, um, I mean, I guess from a third person's perspective, like you know, the 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 you know the 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 Latin the the South American Latin, you know, there's 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 mm-hmm. I think quite strong points about maybe music um about colors um about uh, uh about language um but i think when we break those things down actually a lot of it really is the behaviors how do we behave as people yeah. um yeah. we've been trained you know i've been trained to to behave this way as a singaporean um, mm-hmm. And for eight years, I was trained to behave like an Australian, right? Uh, yeah. And I think for you as well. I mean, you you've been yeah. trained to, you know, for four years as a Chinese, four years as an Australian, now four yeah. years as a Singaporean. You know, I think you, you know the. Yeah. I think, I I do think culture is really impacted. Behavior. Yeah, uh, behavior plays a very very big part. Now that yeah. you mention it, now that you talk about it, I think I think you know when we think back on it. Um, it's not just about you know, um, yeah, the 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 color of your skin or or, or the language I speak, or, mm. or 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 the items that I own, right? You know, or or, or the yeah. hairstyle that I have. I think it really is the 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 way we behave. You know, it's a yeah, and know, how we relate to, of course the the surrounding and how do we follow rules and all and yeah how we behave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and it's funny now that that, that you we're talking about this because, of course, if I every time I move to another country, I feel that I'm a completely different person. Mm. Because, of course, if I think about the person that I was in China, of course, we always change and we age and we are different people. And mm. but the person that I was in China and the person that I was in Australia and the person I'm here in Singapore and me being in Colombia before I left and after and when I came back it's a completely different person you know and and that's why I say yes I'm maybe sewing that quilt <laughs> that I don't know how it's going to become at the end mm. of my of it, years yeah. but then it, it, it is it, it really changed your behavior every time you go to a different place you learn and also how that behavior change again and how you forget if I have to go to China again, I really forget all that behavior, how I need to behave. I forgot it. Yeah. You know, for me it's already Yeah, yeah, and I think you're very where you where where the behavior and personality is sort of uh, different, right? I mean the personality yeah. I may be a very introverted person, but the way I behave 
to the 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 cultural context you know uh i think that that plays a very very big part i think one example i can give to you is um when i first moved back to singapore um you know a few years ago um i noticed that my driving style changed very drastically <laughs> when i was in australia i didn't drive as aggressively i wasn't a passive aggressive driver when i was in uh, australia um i was driving you know like normal you know um yeah. I, I wouldn't say i was speeding you know um or you know i was trying to cut people But when I came back to Singapore, is my behavior, the way that I drove, was very different because I I had if I wasn't aggressive enough as a driver here mm-hmm. in Singapore, I wouldn't be able to come out to the corners. I wouldn't be yeah. able to 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 notify people. I had to horn, you know, things like that. So yeah. even I. I I think you know that's that's the one thing that I think about when I think about culture and how culture plays yeah. a part in you know impacting us as human beings and okay. and and I think you know when when I think about I constantly think about it as a designer right I constantly think about mm-hmm. okay how do I really use a person a, a culture and how do we design specifically to to better these cultures because nowadays when we think of design it's not just about I think you know there are many different cultural groups I cannot say oh one I one way of designing for all All Singaporeans, right? Or one in way uh, to design for all expats in Singapore. All expats in Singapore will will or all migrants will will think with different because you have migrants yeah. who come from you know Amsterdam, from from Colombia, from from yeah. from the US, from UK, um, and I think their behaviors that they've picked up over here in Singapore and their personalities that they've built up here in Singapore is very very different. I think very I think different. that's very very unique, and I think um, yeah. even for us as we 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 think about it. You know how do we as as individuals learn about a new culture? You talk about the going local, right? Mm-hmm. I think also like you know when I learn from you as I okay I consider myself as a local in Singapore, right? And I learn yeah. from you as a migrant yeah. who's coming here. I think that yeah. going local mindset also works quite well when I need to learn about your culture. Uh, you know, and how you 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 behave as a person in Singapore. You know, um, so so I think the context or the perspective we take doesn't matter. Like we can take a perspective from a uh, internally uh, or a third person looking in, or from an internal context looking at somebody who's new to our our culture. So I think I think the perspective is 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 it's uh, it's okay, but um, it it doesn't matter too much. I mean, it gives us the variables or gives us differences. But I think the important part is to have that, um, you know. Yeah, Constantly have that mindset. I think the the way you define it quite. I, I like it, which is to the the thinking local, um thinking and to, local. yeah. I think that thinking local part is very very good. You know, staying curious. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Um. So yeah. Um. I guess we. Um. <clears throat> was there anything else that you maybe wanted to, to share? Uh, about you know, um, I think your your perspectives on 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 no, design and how culture is. Of yeah. course, also like uh, we talked before about the difference and similarities. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that of course with with all my trips, uh, it's funny. Of course, that sometimes you feel oh, but this is Singapore, and it, even like that, being far away from Colombia, I still found some similarities. I mean, it's not that it's exactly the same, but you always find uh, some behaviors that are similar, even if it sounds, it looks in appearance uh, different, but then is is similar. Yeah. yeah, maybe what, what maybe you can tell like like um this this similarity is like based off your own observations, right? Mm-hmm. What is one similarity that you know Singapore or Singaporeans have? Uh, with Colombia or Colombians, 
Nicholas. <laughs> tough questions, tough questions. Okay, <laughs> or maybe if you think about the differences, what's the biggest difference that you can think of from a from a cultural perspective? I mean, there is a, a for me, it's talking about security, for example, is mm. a big difference. Uh, you know, Colombia is not that safe, mm. and that of course changes how we how we translate that in in everything to be safe. Mm. You know, the way we behave with the things we have, we never leave a bag on the table. And, and then, of course, here is, is completely the opposite, right? So then it's a strange, like the first time when you, you are, it's okay to leave it here, but maybe for you, uh, we'll be like, oh, you cannot leave it there. I'm like, we are in Singapore, who is going to take it? It's not that still people that may be still here, but but it's different it's different the 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 feeling and how you become and actually i experienced that i have to switch on and off that feeling of being aware every time i go back to colombia because it's like oh now i hear i have to check that i don't wear this or i don't wear that or that 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 person is going to be good or not it's it's really strange well here in singapore i think it's a little bit more very relaxed so you you are not all the time in that attention yeah. mood heightened senses uh, right yeah mm. yeah so that make it different yeah um i think similarities we were talking about it before which was uh you, you mentioned before the podcast about uh, i think on the other day you were mentioning about this food dish right so you were saying that in yeah. singapore we of have course. this uh thing called ba zang, right the which ba is zang. the which is the uh rice in a sort of a, a banana is it banana leaf yeah banana leaf banana wrapping leaf. right uh-huh and uh, they have See, basically you made there. a dough you made a dough with the rice mm. and then inside you put pork, yes, pork. and the spice is all yeah. uh, something mm. and, and there's so a maybe. wall in no uh, there's a there's a nut in there as well uh some some ah, yeah. it's a nut. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah and then we have something similar in in south mm. america in all south america but it's not no only colombia that we we call in colombia tamal mm. and it's basically instead of rice we have corn and we also use a lot of pork, like here. Mm. Maybe that's a similarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, except, of course, the Malay people. Yeah. But the Chinese, of course, eat a lot of pork. Yeah. And and then the way we wrap it with the banana leaves and everything, of course, the flavor is different. Uh, but I find it so similar mm. that 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 for me is like, oh, it's nice yeah. when you. When you smell the banana leaves and the flavor that gives to the food, even the ota ota, that oh, is yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like the, the ota ota yeah. is also kind of um. Uh, but the the flavor that the banana leaves is a mm. similarity. That is, once you try it, even if it's a completely different food, mm. it's something in your brain that tells you, oh, you had you, you there is something there that it, you know before mm. you knew before. So. Yeah, yeah, I I found that very similar, and I, I also like yeah. even in the Peranakan yeah. uh, colors or some tiles, and I'm really like, wow, this is almost like a little town in Colombia. I mean, I need to check more what 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 exactly point will be but there are many things and like the combination of colors 
that for me reminds me a lot of that little towns in Colombia um, and the houses that are painted pink with green and it has it's it's not the same but it has some something that reminds you yeah that that combination of colors exists somewhere somewhere else definitely definitely I mean the food I mean the the food wines I mean the tamales uh, that you know from uh, I hear from about the Me- from the Mexican food right um, tamales yeah. and then for us the 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 bazang, the dumplings the rice dumplings that we yeah. have I mean I think you talk about the ota I think all of this is you know cooking with it's a it's a cooking uh you know with with leaves you know wrapping yeah. things with leaves our nasi lemak that we have here as well right you you yeah, you buy them exactly. and it's wrapped in that or um there's also there's the we have Thai we have uh, some fish that we cook um you grill yeah. the fish with with the banana yeah. leaves as well also. so you know i think it's a, it's a te- i mean it's a technique you know whether the technique you know was inspired or it's brought from one mm-hmm. country to another or maybe it could be a tropical thing right it could be a, a <laughs> tropical thing that because of the trees that were being used but i think these similarities are are, are what brings mm-hmm. us together right i mean you talked about you know australia yeah. being one of the first countries that you uh, the second country that you've been to which has four seasons you know similar mm-hmm. to china um and i think yeah i think it's important now that we we have to identify the what what makes you know culture important for people and how people identify with the cultures and i think also seeing those similarities um and ensuring that we don't appropriate cultures you know in that sense um but it i think we we can't avoid the similarities the similarities are there i mean whether it's the bright use of colors from the peranakan perspective or even indonesian batik prints right they have very very strong (laughs) use of colors um you know and the way that they mix the colors in as well um you know i think even uh, yeah and you talk about the the some of the chinese paintings as well um the the patterns that are used for for some of the furniture or some of the the artwork that's there so I mean, definitely, you know, the 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 aesthetics that we're seeing. I think that there are, you know, um, the historians and the 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 the, the designs. The specifically those design aesthetic scholars will be able to tell you what the similarities are, where the similarities mm-hmm. come from. The food experts will also be able to tell you, you know, what the differences exactly. are. But I, I think I think it, it is really, really important that we, we acknowledge the I mean, the similarities that we have as a culture. And I think mm-hmm. when we look at design, it's it's it, I think we can use these similarities to bring people together. I think, you know, whether it's to communicate a message, there's a call to action. Um, it's understanding what the similarities are and, and, and admitting that there are some differences. But, but you know, I think using those similarities, it, it is a good uh, stepping stone to really, um, you know, create things that are a bit more appropriate for people um, to send messages. Uh, I think we, 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 we sometimes, you know, you see ads that are a little bit, you know, not not actually very sensitive, or you know, they they okay. could be done a little bit better. You know, I think I think that needs to bring in those, um, you know, those cultural sensitivities. You know, it's not just to say the cultural sensitivities is to to be be fearful of, but um, you know, I think we we definitely can you know look at these cultural sensitivities as a as a point of connection, which I think mm-hmm. I think is a good point that we have here. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. So I mean, I guess we'll end <laughs> off here. Uh, yeah, Maris, okay. I, I think it's a good, it's been a you know thank you Maria nice. for your for your for your for your time <laughs> I think you know I have really sort of learned a lot about your your the his the the your 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 journey as a designer um, I think the, the 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 different things that you were considering and really when you're moving <laughs> from one country to another what were some of these things that you were able to 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 learn and integrate into the work that you do. And I think your, your, your perspective as a, a, a consumer as well as a designer definitely does help play a part and, you know, inform the, the, the decisions that you're making as well yeah. as I think learning more about culture that that does 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 uh, does help quite a bit you know and and being that set being sensitive um, you know sensitive to the differences and the similarities I think we also spoke I think the the the, the whole point about the the being local uh, acting local part I think is a is a good good point especially when we're talking about you know the use of ethnography we learn about these methods right but but yep. to go into it you mm-hmm. know and to really apply it that's that's a very very hard hard thing to do. Like, you know, if I'm a person who's very shy, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, it's very hard for me to go and build those uh, connections yeah. with people and talk to people. It, 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 takes, it takes time to, 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 to do all that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, um, you know, thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. Thanks for, for coming on, you know. Um, thank and, you for inviting me, Nick. Yeah, no, no. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for, for the listeners, you know, thank you for joining us on this uh, episode of the Everything mm-hmm. Design Show. Uh, and we'll see you at the next episode. All right. Bye, Maria. Sure. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for everything. Mm-hmm.